It's estimated that around 400 million people get sick each year or get infected with dengue each year. Um, so the size of the problem is enormous. And, uh, and it's a problem that's getting worse, not better. Welcome to Contain This. I'm Camilla Burkhart. I'm an advisor at the Indo-Pacific Centre for Health Security. On today's episode, we will hear the story of the World Mosquito Program, an organisation supported by the centre that has an ambitious goal to protect 100 million people in the next five years from devastating mosquito-borne diseases. We will meet Professor Scott O'Neill, the founder of the program and a key researcher on the breakthrough technology the program uses, which was pioneered here in Australia and was recently recommended by the World Health Organization's Vector Control Advisory Group as demonstrating public health value against dengue fever. Dengue fever is the world's fastest growing tropical disease. Over 40% of the world's population is at risk. To reduce dengue transmission, Scott explains, it is the Aedes aegypti mosquito that he has in his sights. If you see a mosquito that is dark brown to black in color, with white bands on the legs and back, found indoors and biting during the day, it's likely that it's an Aedes aegypti. Everywhere we see Aedes aegypti in the world. The mosquito lives in the tropics and uh, dengue is uh, there as well. So um, effectively, dengue is throughout the tropical belt of the world. And because this mosquito uh, likes to live in urban areas, not in rural areas so much, it's really a disease of um, urban tropical cities. It's estimated that around 400 million people get sick each year or get infected with dengue each year. Um, so the size of the problem is enormous. And, uh, and it's a problem that's getting worse, not better. While we're making good ground on malaria and controlling malaria around the world, uh, dengue gets worse and worse. I should also say that dengue isn't the only virus that this mosquito transmits. It transmits Zika virus, chikungunya, um, a number of viruses, yellow fever. And so uh, when you add those in as well, the disease burden is just huge. Dengue is a tricky disease to control, let alone eradicate. Scott explains why it's so hard to wipe out. So dengue is actually... Um, you know, a family of four virus groups, if you like. You know, it's almost like it uh, should have four different names, um, but in, instead they've been called dengue one, two, three, and four. Uh, but they're actually quite distinct groups of viruses. And, uh, and what, you can get one of those viruses and then after you've had it, you have immunity to that one, uh, but you're still susceptible to the other uh, three others that you haven't had. And Actually, we know that you might be even more at risk of having severe disease if you've uh, had a previous infection of one of the other uh, dengue serotypes, they're called. Um, so, yeah, you could potentially um, get dengue uh, four times, uh, but in practice, we rarely see people that would experience it more than three times because there's a little bit of cross-immunity uh, between the different uh, serotypes. The World Mosquito Program is now present in 12 countries worldwide, with over 5 million people covered by projects across Asia, Oceania, and the Americas. But Scott and his research team have taken years in Australian and overseas laboratories to study and experiment with Wolbachia, a naturally occurring bacterium present in up to 60% of insect species, including some species of mosquito. Yeah, so Wolbachia is a, um, you know, is a really interesting bacteria that lives naturally in insects. Um, and something that my group, my team has been working on for 30 more or more years. Um, and why I first got really interested in it in the context of disease control is that um, Wolbachia is able to spread itself uh, into insect populations really effectively. Um, and so we were really interested in the idea 
that we could use that property to spread some beneficial trait into into particularly into mosquito populations. And the beneficial trait we were interested in is how to reduce their ability to transmit disease agents to people. And, uh, and we tried many different approaches, if you like, over the course of my career to find out how best we might be able to utilize Wolbachia and this property of being able to spread into mosquito populations or insect populations generally um, to use it as a tool to try and reduce human disease. But, you know, science is never straightforward. How you start off with things isn't usually how you end up at the end. And, you know, things uh, fail or new things you discover as you go and what we found in this case is that we were able to put the bacteria into the mosquitoes and indeed it shortened the lifespan of the mosquitoes. But we found something really interesting when we took those uh, mosquitoes and we fed them dengue virus or a number of other viruses as well. If the Wolbachia was there, the viruses couldn't grow in the mosquito body as well. And if they can't grow, they can't be transferred. They can't be transmitted to people. And so this was something even more powerful than the strategy we'd been, we started off with. We didn't need the life-shortening aspect. We just need to put Wolbachia in the insect and Wolbachia took care of it all. It, it stopped the dengue virus from being transmitted by itself. And so we ended up moving away from, um, you know, using life-shortening strains, which were harder to get to invade uh, into mosquito populations. And, um, and we just used these strains that uh, naturally shorten, uh, that naturally uh, stop the, the transmission. And, uh, and that ended up being a, just a, a huge breakthrough and, and really core element of, um, of the success we're having now. The World Mosquito Program now maintains colonies of Wolbachia carrying Aedes aegypti mosquitoes in their laboratories. They take relatively small numbers of these laboratory-grown mosquitoes and release them in a target location, where they will breed and pass the Wolbachia into the wild mosquito population. The Wolbachia will then spread and typically maintain itself in more than 90% of the wild mosquitoes, giving it promise as a self-sustaining method of disease control. Scott says it was a challenge to introduce a modified species into the North Queensland community that had memories of cane toads taking over. We did a lot of preparation work with the community, getting them, making sure they were um, understanding and, and supportive of the work. And then we did a number of experiments over a number of years, looking at the best way to deploy the technology. How many mosquitoes did we need to release? Over what sort of size spaces did it work? How to be more, more efficient? How to reduce the cost? And over a period of, of around uh, six or seven years, we, we really optimised um, how to do it in different locations in North Queensland. And by the time that had finished, we had essentially covered most areas of Townsville, Cairns, and a number of the small communities around those areas. And, you know, what we found is that um, for before we started, for the 100 years prior, dengue outbreaks were common and, and large in North Queensland and Australia every year. Most years there'd be some transmission. There's been no transmission since these mosquitoes were released over the last 10 years. Um, and now... The last five years, you know, dengue is starting to be forgotten about as a problem in northern Australia. And so it's been remarkably successful in Australia. Over the last decade, laboratory and field studies were extended from Australia into 11 dengue endemic countries. Currently, an Oceania hub is run out of Monash University in Melbourne, which covers Australia, Fiji, Kiribati, Vanuatu and New Caledonia. A South American operation is running in Colombia, Mexico and Brazil plus a Southeast Asian hub covers Sri Lanka, Vietnam, and Indonesia. Professor Adi Uttarini, the program's principal investigator, is based at Gajamada University in Yogyakarta, Indonesia. 
She talks about her background and how she first got involved. I'm a medical doctor and my uh, high, higher education uh, level is on Master of Public Health and then PhD in Public Health, continue on that, on that track. Um, currently, I'm working in the Department of Health Policy and Management at the Faculty of Medicine, Nursing and Public Health and Nursing in UGM. Um, and my uh, research path, so to say, has been on uh, two major themes. One is communicable disease control and particularly uh, tuberculosis um, and now more on dengue. And then also uh, I, I have some uh, interest in the area of quality of care. So end of 2012, I was appointed as the Vice Dean for Research and Collaboration at the faculty level. And at that time, um, I, I was, that, that was how I got exposed to this wonderful research, which at that time it was called Eliminate Dengue Project. So that's how, how I got into this. And um, at that time there was, uh, because I think uh, this research is really a breakthrough uh, but as a breakthrough, it needs uh, a lot of uh, communications and focusing with the Ministry of Health, with the different units within the Ministry of Health, and that's how I got in and joined the program. Professor Adi has recently overseen the partnership between the program, the Tahia Foundation, and Gajamada University on the first ever cluster randomized controlled trial of the Wolbachia method. The trial aimed to test whether the use of the Wolbachia method would reduce the incidence of laboratory-confirmed dengue amongst 3- to 45-year-olds living in the city of Yogyakarta, located in the middle of Indonesia's largest island, Java. So um, our latest uh, work, which I think is the most exciting part of the project, is the RCT trial, randomized control trial. And this really give a very strong evidence that Wolbachia technology uh, can work and it, it, it works perfect, I would say. So from that trial, we, uh, the result was that in the area where we apply Wolbachia technology, dengue incidence was reduced 77.1% compared to areas without uh, Wolbachia technology. So this is, this is fantastic. This is a terrible result for communicable disease. Yeah, so that's, that's the, main, the main achievement of this study. Under the Applying Wolbachia to Eliminate Dengue trial, 12 of 24 similarly sized areas of Jogjakarta City were chosen at random to receive deployments of mosquitoes carrying the WML strain of Wolbachia in addition to routine dengue control measures. The remaining 12 areas continued to receive routine dengue control measures. A total of 312,000 people resided in the trial area. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this, this type of study uh, would not be possible without the community acceptance since we did the release the first time in the pilot areas. So the first release uh, happened in 2014. 
still in small areas in Sleman, about about five six thousand population, um, and then for that to happen, um, I think it was about about around a year that we started working with the community, explaining to them. And the way we explained was not really emphasizing of that the that 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 we will release the mosquito and you will have many more mosquitoes. It, that That's not sort of the, <laughs> the main message. But we started with talking about dengue, of course. How did they feel about dengue? And, I mean, dengue is quite a popular disease in a way. Uh, everyone sort of has some ideas about dengue. They know that they've been struggling with dengue for so many times. And then uh, from understanding that, then we move into... Uh, trying to explore that understanding about what brought dengue, how, how could the transmission occur. So from that, then they sort of understand, okay, there is these mosquitoes, but also there's this virus inside the mosquito body. So from there, I think we, we I mean, gradually uh, trying to make them understand that it is this virus that we are trying to, to combat, to fight. And so that's how the Borbachia bacteria, natural bacteria, is useful because it, it somehow um, controls, so to say, the, the dengue virus within the mosquito body. So it's through these uh, phases that we, we really communicate with the community to make them understand. World Mosquito Program founder Scott O'Neill says the results of the randomized controlled trial adds to other studies that show the Wolbachia method has many advantages, including cost, when compared to methods such as insecticide spraying, genetic modification, sterile insect technique, incompatible insect technique, and combined sterile insect and incompatible insect technique. So we've spent, you know, the last 10 years building the evidence base, and the evidence looks, you know, rock solid and, and really big impact. We can also show that it's cost effective. What we have to do now is scale it up. So currently um, we've uh, covered around six and a half million people in different parts of the world. And our goal is in the next five years to move to 75 million people. And in 10 years, if we could move it to 500 million people protected. So we have very ambitious goals. Um, and, uh, you know, our desire is to make this available uh, to people around the world, communities that might need to use it. You've been listening to Professor Scott O'Neill, founder of the World Mosquito Program, and Professor Adi Uterimi, Principal Investigator for the World Mosquito Program Indonesia and faculty member at Gajamada University. To learn more about the project, visit the Indo-Pacific Center for Health Security website or worldmosquitoprogram.org. I'm Camilla Burkott. Thanks for joining me. Subscribe to Contain This for the latest in global health security trends delivered to you every fortnight.